0: What's up, y'all? It's your boy Ace. This is Fantasized Football. We are back again, bringing y'all some more fantasy football content for the 2021 fantasy football season. And we are here yet again on a Friday to do another mock Draft, Y'all know what it is. And if you're new, we do mocks on Friday. But before we get into today's mock draft, I did want to say thank you. I appreciate y'all so, so very much for coming by on a weekly basis and showing your boys some love and support. Honest to God, helping the channel grow. It means the world to me from the bottom of my heart. But yes, if you are new, I'm sorry. If you are new, thank you as well. I really appreciate you. If you at any point enjoy this video, whether you're new or not, if you do enjoy this video at any point, if you have been enjoying the content, make sure to leave a like, drop a comment, and subscribe to the channel. Help me reach that goal of 200 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the fantasy football season. It was 100, but we blew that shit right out of the water, baby. So we're on the road to 200. Let's send fantasize football to the moon, baby. But yeah, let's talk about this mock. We are doing a 10 10- team mock today we've been doing a lot of 12 teams lately so i decided let's go with 10 let's go with full ppr and we're gonna go from the nine spot because we have not drafted there i want to do every spot and i did four twice what a dork right listen we're doing a one quarterback two running back three wide receiver one tight end one flex eight bench spots 10 team mock from the nine spot like i mentioned so let's just get right into a baby let's start drafting dog fantasy pros has a new uh like um i don't know whatever it is a new system i guess i've seen it on my phone i don't know if it'll be the same here as it has been on my phone hopefully it's not because i didn't like it that much honestly but oh yeah this guy this guy phone machine nope we don't need that for the mock baby so we pull up the rosters Let's pull up the chi here open this up a little bit boom boom boom, boom. All right, so we're all good there. Let's pull up the draft board, baby, and see what's happened, man. So, woo! this is my type of style of a draft, man. McCaffrey, Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Derek Henry, Saquon, Jonathan Taylor, Zeke, big, big run on running back to start the draft. You will see this in a lot of your drafts to be honest, but this is perfect, man. Cause I kind of thought about this when I was saying, okay, we're going to do a 10 team from the nine spot. That's what we're going to do today. Right. I kind of planned this shit out before, you know, you probably should when you're doing stuff like this, but I kind of already thought about this, you know, I want to do something a little different, right? That's the point of these mocks. I'm always trying to diversify with this kind of shit because For me, I kind of already know how I'm going to go into my draft, and I will do a video later on, maybe even a little series, basically telling y'all how I am going to be approaching my drafts this season, but I do like to diversify things and show different strategies, show different approaches, so you can decide whether or not, based on these mocks, these different strategies will be good for you if it's something you want to do, if it's something you don't want to do. So the strategy I was thinking about is going ahead and grabbing Travis Kelsey here, right? Because this is where you're going to have to take Travis Kelsey in a lot of your drafts. He's going to go in the back half of the first round in the majority of drafts this season. Maybe he falls to the second round, but a lot of time he's going to go in the first round. And especially on a board like this, where you see all these running backs come come off the board, you get Travis Kelsey, you're starting off with a stud at a different position. A lot of the running back value has been dried up. So you diversify a little bit, you go with Kelsey there. He's connected to Patrick Mahomes. He's been the best tight end in football year in and year out for God knows how long. And that's obviously great for fantasy, right? Being connected with Patrick Mahomes, that is. Um, He's a target monster. He's one of the focal points of this offense. But we see, after we go with Travis Kelsey, Nick Chubb, and then Austin Eckler starts the second round. Now, we have another decision to make here because we could do something else here, right? Are we going to go with running back where we have Joe Mixon, Cam Akers, Gibson, Clyde, or do we take our top wide receiver, right? You have Tyreek Hill, you have Devontae Adams, you have Stephon Diggs, Hopkins, all those guys still there, right? For me here, a lot of time, I would want to go with running back, but with this run, running back is dried up. Who's my top guy here? I think Akers, Akers or Gibson is my top guy here in full PPR. Probably actually Gibson. And I'm not like super hyped on him being my running back one anyway. So you know what? Let's do something different, right? Let's get Diggs here. Have I already done this? Have I done this? Have I started Diggs? Did the 0RB go like that? No, I don't think so. Let's take Diggs. We'll go with like a modified 0RB approach here, right? Let's see how this works out. Let's see how it ends up looking. So the reason why I decided to go with Diggs there is because now we have our top tight end and we have our top wide receiver. While everyone else is grabbing running backs, I mean, after about Saquon Barkley, I'd say the value starts to slip off a little bit there. This guy started Chubb and Eckler, but we have an advantage at tight end and at quarterback, and I I mean at wide receiver over everyone else that doesn't have Devontae Adams or Tyreek Hill. We have the biggest advantage at tight end. And in my opinion, in full PPR, depending on the situation with Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers comes back, that would have been Devontae Adams there. But I just went Stephon Diggs to be safe. We start off with our top tight end and our top wide receiver. So after Diggs, we see Devontae Adams Cam Akers, Tyree Kill, Najee, Gibson, A.J. Brown, Michael Thomas, and Calvin Ridley round out the second. The third starts, D.K. Metcalf, Joe Mixon, Justin Jefferson, DeAndre Hopkins, Waller, Mahomes, Kittle, and Swift. So a lot of wide receivers go. The top quarterback, the top other two uh, tight ends come off the board, and not a lot comes off at running back. Now, I personally probably wouldn't do this, but we absolutely have to lock in our first running back here, right? We absolutely, absolutely have to. We're probably gonna go back-to-back running back here, but in a full PPR league, starting with Kelsey and Diggs, you're looking at, between those two guys, probably close to 250 catches, if not more, in 17 games. So that's 250 points before any yards or touchdowns between those two guys. So it's not a bad start. And I see here, we got Clyde, we got Carson, we got Dobbins, we got Miles Sanders, we got Montgomery, You got Keenan Allen, Robinson available at wide receiver, Terry McLaurin as well. Tight ends dried up for the most part for now. Obviously, we're not looking there because we have Kelsey, Josh Allen, Kyler, Lamar, Dak, etc., etc., etc. For me here, it's kind of a no-brainer. I'm going with a volume play. I'm going with a guy that I actually do like in PPR, and that is Chris Carson, right? Chris Carson, I am okay with in the third round. Yes, they say it's a slight reach, but he's my top running back available. And I like Chris Carson in all formats, but I actually like him in PPR a lot because year over year, he has been more and more involved in the passing game. I did do a video on Chris Carson consistently, criminally, underrated. Check that one out. If you haven't, it is on my channel. You can find it. Go ahead. Just type in Chris Carson, colon, consistently criminally underrated i'm sure it'll pop up on youtube but listen or you can just go to the channel listen after we go with carson we see keenan allen and Allen robinson come off the board great news two wide receivers come off these guys this guy was already loaded up with two running backs so like i said in the tips video you kind of see that this guy's already got two running backs so chances are he's probably going to double up on wide receiver maybe he does go with one running back there but he's probably not going to take two so you're going to get one of your guys coming back to you here now We go over to the Chi-Chi, and we are going to go with another running back. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Dobbins, Sanders, Montgomery. We do have McLaurin still there and Cooper. I do love Terry McLaurin here. Um, But, like I said, we do need running back. We started off Kelsey and Diggs, so I want to get a guy with some pass-catching upside, a guy that I do think has a lot of upside. Chris Carson, I feel, is more safe, more of a floor. So, I'm going to take Clyde Edwards-Alaire here, man. I actually think I have him as the highest guy still available. Last season, I was really high on Clyde, and I got burned for it bad. Let me get a little water in me. I got burned for being high on Clyde bad, right? Um, In the league, I did draft it, and I ended up winning anyway, so it doesn't really matter, but... This season, going into fourth round and 10 teams, like the late third round a lot of time in 12-team leagues, I think that's a great value. Obviously, he is connected to this Kansas Chiefs offense, to Patrick Mahomes. Should be more involved in the passing game this season. Should have more touchdowns this season. He should regress to the mean in terms of that full off season under his belt. So I think Clyde's one of the best values in fantasy this season. And now, we do have Kelsey and Clyde, but I am not concerned about that whatsoever. This is going to be a high-octane offense. I probably wouldn't have, like I said, I wouldn't have gone Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, McKelsey and Clyde, Tyreek Hill and Clyde. I have no problem with that whatsoever. So after we go with Clyde, we have McLaurin, Julio, Dobbins, Robert Woods, Josh Allen, David Montgomery, Josh Jacobs, and DJ Moore. And then a humongous run on wide receiver. Mike Evans starts the fifth. Galladay, CD Lamb, Amari Cooper, Godwin, Deontay, Thielen, and Tyler Lockett. So we started off our first four rounds with Kelsey and Stefan Diggs taking advantage of what was going on around us and capitalizing getting the top tight end and the top wide receiver available when all these running backs were coming off the board. And then after that, we get Carson and Clyde Edwards-Alaire dropping to us at a relatively good value in terms of Allaire. Maybe you might say it's a uh, a little bit of a reach on Carson in the third round, but I think that is just fine for him there. But now we are back on the clock and we have a decision to make. Let's pull up our cheat sheet. We have a decision to make because... Do we go out and do we lock in our third running back to put in our flex or do we get our wide receiver two? In this format, it is full PPR. We do have to start three wide receivers. So we have a decision to make. Hold on a second, where am I? Okay, I have two picks coming up. Let's go ahead, let's, let's practice what we preach, right? We look at what's going on around us. This guy's up next. He has two running backs, two wide receivers. So he's probably gonna take one running back and he's probably gonna take one wide receiver. Or a tight end. So let's go ahead and look here. We have Miles Sanders available still. We have Cooper Cup still available at wide receiver. Then we have T. Higgins would be my next highest guy. Ashley Sutton would be then T. Higgins. And then at running back, it would be Mike Davis and Miles Gaskin for me. So no matter how I look at it, I'm going to have a tier break here, right? Miles Sanders, I do have at the back end of a tier above Gaskin and Mike Davis. And Cooper Cup, I do have a tier above T. Higgins and Brandon Ayuk. So let's build a little more balance here. We have Carson and Clyde Edwards, a layer two guys that I'm relatively confident with. We have Kelsey at tight end already. We have Diggs. We have to start at least one more wide receiver than we do running back on a week-to-week basis. Sometimes we might want to start two. So let's get Cooper Cup. I like that here in the fifth round. Wide receiver to LA Rams connected with Matt Stafford now. Stafford does have a good history with his uh, slot receivers. So maybe Cooper Cup ends up being the alpha. I like Woods more, but I think that it is absolutely within the range of outcomes that Cooper Cup does Finish higher than Robert Woods. Personally, I like Woods better, but it could go either way. But after we go with Cooper Cup there, we see this guy go with Ayuk and Odell. Okay, that's fine. See, he loaded up with his two strong running backs to start with Chubb and Eckler, and now he's just loading up at wide receiver. So this is good for us. I'm glad we went with Cup because our guy is still there. In the fifth round, or I'm sorry, it's the sixth round? It's the start of the sixth, but still a sixth. Wow, wait. With the way this draft is shaped it up, though, it does kind of make sense because team one went with McCaffrey and then loaded up at wide receiver. They're going to start all of those guys. They're going to start Ridley, Metcalf, DJ Moore, and Mike Evans week in and week out. That's crazy. Team two, Kamara, Michael Thomas, Joe Mixon, Jacobs, and Kenny Galladay. They got their flex already set up with Jacobs, and they got two of their three wide receivers. This guy's got Dalvin Cook and Montgomery, Jones and Gibson, Derek Henry Najee. This guy's got Saquon and Dobbins, Taylor and Akers, Zeke and Swift. And I have Carson and Clyde. So everyone has two running backs now. So it makes sense that this would have happened this way because these guys are trying to fill in their positions, fill in their flexes, fill in their wide receivers, whatever. So now it goes Ayuk and Odell starts the sixth way too early for Odell. But we get to get Miles Sanders here in the sixth round. That is craziness. If this ever happens, just do it. Just pull the trigger. If you ever see fucking Miles Sanders in the sixth round, do it. Yes. Is there a... Is there some risk with Sanders? Right. Yeah, absolutely. But in the fifth, sixth round, that's incredible, incredible, incredible value at Miles Sanders because he does have a high ceiling. Hertz obviously should open up the field a little bit for him. And if he can get more involved in the passing game, be more efficient there like he was in 2019. Yes, in the back half of 2019, then obviously there's a whole bunch of upside. But after we go with Sanders, we see Tig Higgins. Tig Higgins. T. Higgins, Kyla Murray, TJ Hawkinson, Jamar Chase, Miles Gaskin, Chase Claypool, Mark Andrews, Mike Davis come off the board. The seven starts with Pitts, Dak, Lamar, Curtis Samuel, Juju, Tyler Boyd, Kareem Hunt, and then Justin Herbert at the 70E. And it's back on us. And we're relatively um, balanced here. We already got our tight end. We don't have to worry about that. We got Diggs and Cooper Cup, two receivers that I'm very confident in. Diggs could finish as the wide receiver one overall. Cooper Cup, I, ha- I do believe it's within his range of outcomes to finish as a wide receiver one. And then we have Carson, Clyde, and Miles Sanders. All guys that I don't necessarily think... I mean, I do think they all have upside to finish as a running back one, but it's more likely within the range of outcomes that they're all probably middling to high end running back twos. And that's just fine because I can play matchups, whatever I have to do, or I could start all three of them week in and week out if everything works out. Now, what do we need to fill out? We could either go with our running back four here, or we could get our third wide receiver. We are strong there, or we could look at quarterback. Russell Wilson is still available, but you know what? I see a guy that is still available that I draft all the time. I'm sorry. I just have to do it. We have Etienne there, Edmonds there, neither guys that I'm really too, too excited about, but... Cortland Sutton is still available here to be my wide receiver three to pair with Stefan Diggs and Cooper Cup. And I absolutely love that. I love I, I actually don't hate this start. I really don't hate this start. With look at this team. You got Carson and Clyde as your two starting running backs week in and week out. Diggs, Cup, and Cortland Sutton, Travis Kelsey and Miles Sanders. If it played out this way, I might actually do this. It might be kind of tough, you know, you need the perfect storm, but this is cool. You know, your draft may end up this way, but it kind of gives you an idea, right? If you do go with that tight end and that wide receiver early, go out, make sure you lock in at least two good running backs after that, and then maybe even hammer a third one, get Miles Sanders around uh, before, around earlier, and then come back and, uh, and get Colton Sutton as your wide receiver two, and then come back here and get your wide receiver three if that's what needs to happen right so after we go with sutton we see russell wilson who i probably would have taken there and char come off the board and it's back on us now there's no quarterbacks that I really want to reach on just yet. I'm fine because I already have Kelsey as my positional advantage. You always want to kind of have some sort of positional advantage on a 10-team league because everyone's team is going to be good. We have three wide receivers we're confident, confident in, three running backs that we like as well, and now it's back on us, and this is full PPR, and I do like to be strong at running back, right? You guys know this about me. I love to have depth at running back, so I am going to go with another running back here just to quickly touch on it. Robbie Anderson, Will Fuller, Debo, Cooks, Judy, they're all of. Available, still Devontae Smith at wide receiver. But Travis Etienne of the Jacksonville Jaguars is still here in the 8th eighth round. Correct. The eighth round. So I'm going to go ahead and lock in my running back for I'm pretty set up at running back. I'll probably take one more upside guy late, but I don't really have to worry about the position I can focus in now that I have my tight ends and my running backs on like one on a few more wide receivers, get my quarterback, get one more running back later on, and I'm good to go. I'm set up. So after ETN and it's full PPR ETN, If he lines up in the slot, if he's the passing downs guy, that is great. Will Fuller comes on after us, comes off after us. Devontae Smith, Jerry Judy, Aaron Rodgers, Debo Samuel, Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman, wow, at the 808. That's super early. I love Pittman, but way too early. Uh, Jarvis Landry, Jalen Hurts round out the eighth. The ninth starts with Melvin Gordon, Devontae Parker, Brandon Cooks. Raheem Mostert, James Robinson, Kenyon Drake, Robbie Anderson, and Javante Williams. I'm glad glad I took ETN there because a lot of guys I would have taken here came off the board. Javante, uh, James Robinson, all those guys. So it is back on us. And what do we got available at wide receiver? I see LaVisca is still there. Corey Davis, Antonio Brown, Hollywood Brown, Gallup, and then running back. Chase Edmonds is still there. Wow. We could have waited and gone with Edmonds. But then we got Tannehill. We got Tom Brady at quarterback. We got Matt Stafford. So a lot of guys I like at quarterback. You know what? How many quarterbacks are there that I really like? Brady, Tannehill, Stafford. So there's three of them. I have two picks. I'm at least going to get one of them. I mean, I should have a pick of two unless this guy has to be. goes, quarterback, quarterback. That would be pretty hilarious, wouldn't it? Um, But anyways... So I'm going to take a wide receiver here. I'm torn between Antonio Brown, who I absolutely love, and LaVisca Chennault. But you know what? Hold on. Let me Actually, you know what? We just took ETN. So let's not double up on the Jacksonville Jaguars players. I'm not really into that, obviously, uh, with an offense that is going to be questionable at best, probably. So you know what? Let's take Antonio Brown here of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, my favorite Bucs wide receiver to draft. He was a slight reach, but I do not give a shit. I like Antonio Brown and as my wide receiver four, I think that he could compete with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin to be the target leader on his team. Is the upside as high? No, not at his age, at where he's at in his career, but he should be safe. And if I have to slot him in my flex and my wide receiver three on bye weeks, I'll be more than confident to do just that. Now, after we go with Antonio Brown, we see Marquise Brown and LaVisca Chanel, And for some fucking reason, Chase is still here, but I'm not going to pick him because that's just dirty. I don't want to do that. He should already be gone. He should have went before Javante and, well, maybe not Javante depending, but it is full PPR. Probably before Javante. Before Kenyon Drake, definitely. Before James Robinson, more than likely. Maybe not. Raheem Mostert in full PPR, absolutely. Before Gordon, yes, absolutely, as well. So you know what I'm going to do here. We got four uh, four running backs, four receivers. We got our tight end. I'm going to get a guy that I really love at, at quarterback, and that is Ryan Tannehill of the Tennessee Titans, right? We talked about Tannehill a little bit. He's one of my favorite, favorite quarterbacks to draft. He's got that sneaky rushing upside, and he has a fucking horrifying offense now with Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, and Julio Jones, so I'm more than happy with Tannehill as my quarterback. So after Tannehill, we see Chase Edmonds come off the board. Fantasy pros heard me. They said, I'm sorry. We were being stupid, so we took him off the board, so you couldn't get him here. Waddle. David Johnson, Michael Gallup, Corey Davis, Donnell Mooney, James Conner, Michael Carter come off the board. The 11th starts with Russell Gage, Jamison Crowder, Zach Moss, Ronald Jones, Trey Sermon, Marvin Jones, Leonard Fournette, and then uh, Noah Font comes off the board in the 11th, very late as well. We haven't seen any tight ends come off since the seventh round. That is insane. All right. So we're back here in the 11th round and it's on us. The cheat sheet let us pull it up. Now, we are very bleak. We are very... Actually, ooh. So at wide receiver, we have Mike Williams, Hilton, Cole Beasley. Nobody I'm really looking at there. We're set at quarterback. We're set at tight end. But there's one guy that sticks out like a sore thumb. It is full PPR, so he is not going to be as valuable because he doesn't catch many passes. But that could change this year, especially if Mac Jones takes over. But I'm going to take Damian Harris here as the last running back that I will draft. Full PPR, he isn't as good as he is in half PPR, but there is a lot of upside if Mac Jones takes over. They lean more on the run game. A report did come out that he's going to be the clear-cut, number one option in the run game this week. How much do I believe of that from a beat reporter regarding the Patriots? Not very much of it, but he is the best guy in the backfield as a rusher, so it probably will be the case. Now, after we go with Damian Harris, we see... Who the fuck is that? Kine... Nwangu, this this guy's a rookie, isn't he? <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Uh, he rounds out the the eleventh, and the twelfth starts with Logan Thomas. Kine Nwangu, huh? I have never seen that before. Okay, this dynasty. No, this isn't dynasty. Okay. All right, back on us. Let's go for the cheat sheet here. And now it's time to just load up on wide receiver, y'all. It is full PPR. So, let's see. We got Mike Williams, Cole Beasley, T.Y. Hillen, Jalen Rager, John Brown, blah, 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 Miko member shot. Bateman's down there. You know what? You know who's a guy that's growing on me a little more? And I like him more in half PPR is Mike Williams, right? So, I got Antonio Brown, Colton Sutton, Cooper Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs. I, I would probably go with Cole Beasley here normally. You know what I mean? Just because it's full PPR and Beasley's kind of like, if Antonio Brown doesn't work out and he gets suspended or something like that, I should have the safety there. But I'm really tempted to go with Mike Williams because I haven't drafted him anywhere. You know what? Let's just treat this more... You know what? We're doing a... What am I talking about? I drafted Travis Kelsey and Stefan Diggs to stop this. This is my alter ego. This is the big shot, dog. The big shot likes the flashy teams, baby. Big shot. Loves the flashy teams. So you know what? We're going to go with a flashy pick. And we're going to take Mike Williams. But nah, seriously, I do think Mike Williams has a lot of upside. I mean, he always has a lot of upside. But um, they want to use him in different ways this season. That's what we're hearing, right? They want to use him in different ways. And Mike Williams, if he can stay healthy, has shown flashes where he's had 1,000-yard seasons, 10 touchdown seasons. If he can stay healthy, there's a lot of upside there. So I don't hate Mike Williams here in the 12th round. He's been growing on me a lot. I like a more and a half PPR. Obviously, in standard too, but I don't play standard at all. Um, but I like him better in half, but even in full PPR, hey, man, if he comes out, he, he has the upside to go for 60 catches and 1,100 yards, 8, 9 touchdowns, and if you get that in the 12th round, I mean, do I think that's going to happen? Probably not. He would have to play 17 games, but regardless, it's a good upside pick, so... After Mike Williams, we see Hunter Henry, T.Y. Hillen, Devin Singletary, Tom Brady, Nelson Aguilar, Dallas Goddard, Evan Engram, and Naeem Hines. And then start the 13th, Robert Tunyon, Sterling Shepard, A.J. Dillon, Irv Smith, Henry Ruggs, Mike Gesicki, Gus Edwards, and J.D. McKissick. We're locked in everywhere. We're just slamming wide receiver until the end. And I did just notice that Cole Beasley is still available. So beautiful. Let's just grab him. The anti-vax captain himself. I'm not going to speak on that whatsoever. He's just going nuts these days, my boy Cole Beasley. He's going nuts but as long as he plays this season which i would hope he does um he's a safe floor play you know we have antonio brown we have mike williams guys that have either on the field injury concern or off the field risks and case of Antonio Brown so to get a guy here that we know that we can slot in when we have to if either of those guys aren't available is very good at this point in the draft Jeff Wilson don't fucking draft him he's on the pup Latavius Murray starts the 14th and it's back on Let's scroll down just a little bit we got three picks left so let's just get through this shit all right all right very easy let's just do it boom yep Rashad Bateman the disrespect it's so real it's so fucking real man so real. I just drafted Rashad Bateman again in another mock draft. Of course I did. So I don't have to talk about this. Uh, if you're new... I don't know what to tell you, man. I, I love Rashad Bateman. I love the talent of Rashad Bateman. I know the oh, my God, the Ravens aren't going to throw the ball enough. Yes, they're going to throw the ball more. Are they going to throw the ball 600 times? No, but 500, I do things within the question. And I think Rashad Bateman overtakes Marquise Browns, the number one wide receiver, not option. Mark Andrews is probably number one option. Number one wide receiver on his team this season, so that's why I went with Bateman. So, after Bateman, we see Burrow, Stafford, wow, in the 14th round. What a great value for him. Gabriel Davis, Jamal Williams, another great value. Jared Cook, Tony Pollard, Tariq Cohen, uh Trevor Lawrence, and then the 15 starts with Nicole Harman, Tua, Jonu, Jalen Rager, Elijah Moore, Darrell Henderson, John Brown, and Christian Kirk. And it's back on us. Another wide receiver pick here. We have quarterbacks we're comfortable with. We have a wide receiver we're comfortable with. Is there any value at running back? No. James White, Phillip Lindsay, Alexander Madison, Rashad Penny. Um, Don't hate Alexander Madison here. Who's here wide receiver? You have Paris Campbell, Denzel Mims, Darius Slay, Rondell Moore, blah, 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 blah. You know what? I'm actually I'm going deep at running back here. I got my sixth running back. I'm going to take Alexander Madison. You know what I mean? A little upside pick. I mean, I'm not like sold on holding on to him, but if there's other guys I can drop, he would probably be the last guy that I drop just because he's that handcuff. He's a big-time handcuff. I mean, he sucked last year when he got the opportunity, but whatever. Uh, so we take Alexander Madison as a handcuff to not a guy we have, but... Guy with a lot of upside if Dallin Cook does happen to go out, go down in the first few weeks of the season. Gronk and Matt Ryan round out the end of the 15th and the start of the 16th. And now it's on us for our last pick. Just get one more wide receiver and call it a day. Paris Campbell's there. Mims, Perryman, Sanders, Rondell Moore, uh, Jacoby Myers, AJ Green, Sammy Watkins, blah, 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 blah. You go down. Probably usually just go with Terrace Marshall here, but I always draft Terrace Marshall. Where is Terrace Marshall? I think Terrace Marshall got... Oh, no, he's right there. Never mind. I couldn't find him on the phone version of this when I was doing uh, some mocks earlier this week. But anyways, you know what? Let's do something a little bit different. Emmanuel Sanders has been getting talked up in Buffalo, but we have Stephon Diggs already. Perryman, this is full PPR. Who do I like the best in full PPR here? um probably paris campbell honestly i don't have Pittman. i usually don't draft paris campbell because of Pittman, but he's gonna line up in the slot for this team he's going to be involved he has been injured he has shown a lot of upside as well so paris campbell will round out our team and we got a b we got an 86 out of 100 that is just Fine for me look at that they got a little advertisement for underdog underdogs dope if you guys haven't played best ball before go sign up for underdog uh you know (laughs) obviously it's not me use code bdge they'll give you 25 bucks for free there you go nick i hope you enjoy that man i hope they some of my people go and use it you can do this best ball mania shit it's super super fun just look into it on there um it's like a huge 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 tournament with a bunch a bunch of people in it um really fun really fun i've done like 10 entries but anyways let's get to it let's look at our team so in a we went with Kelsey, Diggs, Carson, Clyde, Cooper Cup, Miles Sanders, Cortland Sutton, Travis Etienne, Antonio Brown, Tannehill, Damian Harris, Mike Williams, Cole Beasley, Rashad Bateman, Alexander Madison, and Paris Campbell in the last round. It's a good team, man. I like it. You know what I mean? You got Tannehill at quarterback. You got Carson and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. You got Stefan Diggs, Cortland Sutton, and Cooper Cup as your wide receivers. T- um, Travis Kelsey at tight end. Miles Sanders in your flex. You got Antonio Brown, Damian Harris, Etienne, uh, Mike Williams, Cole Beasley, Rashad Bateman all guys that could kind of slot into your flex position, slot in on bye week. So I do like it. Probably not something I would personally do, but in this, this was the perfect draft for this with how it started with the, all those running backs. That's why I decided this was the perfect one to do this and experiment what Kelsey would look like, especially in a 10-team league because positional advantage is so much more important. That's what I got for y'all today. Let me know down in the comments if you enjoyed the mock. If you did, make sure to leave a like. Also, let me know any mocks that you would like to see me do in the future. Let me know if y'all are interested at all In doing a mock with me Like with the community That would be really cool as well I've had people ask for that So if y'all are interested in that at all Let me know if there's any other videos you want to see Anyone you want to see me talk about Whatever Talk amongst yourselves Talk to me I'd love to get to know you guys The ones that I don't know personally a little bit better That would be super super sick But that's what I got for y'all today I hope you enjoyed it If you did make sure to subscribe to the channel Help me reach my goal of 200 subscribers on YouTube By the end of the fantasy football season If you listen to the podcast Leave a 5 star review no matter where you are and hop over to youtube subscribe to the channel that's it that's all that's all there is i hope y'all enjoyed i really hope you did me my boy we are out i will catch y'all next time and as always thank you love you peace